Hello and welcome to the Ted Jones World Podcast with Peter Moran. I myself am your host, Ted Jones, alongside Peter Moran. Peter Moran. What's up, dog? You're on a 45 degree angle today, but you yeah. still look good. I like that you always point that out. I'm a big numbers As guy always. and I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, you know I'm like right angle guy. We have, a t- we have a special guest here on the Ted Jones World Couch, socialite turned public relations guru, Andrew Warren. How are you, man? I'm great. You're great? Yeah. All right, good. Well, you look you look fantastic, and we have a number of things to discuss. Andrew um, used to be a huge fashion guru, or I guess you still are, but you have a new venture. So tell us a little bit about Collab XO and how you started it. Is that how you say it? Well, it's Collab. It's like XX. No, the X is just silent. People oh, are like, it's collab like Collab. <laughs> Xylophone. You're like, how do I join Collab X? <laughs> <laughs> Collapse. So tell me how you, tell us uh, how you started and how you got into it. Um, so I've always kind of done my own PR, you know, with like my fashion label, everything like that. Um, and I've always loved it. And I've worked with different um, people in PR. And this summer, you know, I'm about a good event, but I've always just done them like for our friends, for fun. And like the sponsors just like come through and like the brands are kind of like, I guess I always loved working with me and like when a brand works with me, I usually just suggest like my other friends naturally. So I'm just like, oh, you should use this person, this person. So I kind of just have been like helpful like that. So it's something I've always had interested in and <laughs> interest in. <laughs> um, interested in too in the past. And then I have a partner, Arlie Banner, who is amazing. She came from Shadow PR and she left and she wanted to start her own company. And I always loved Arlie on her own. Um, and we've worked together on past events I've done for Just Drew. So she was sort of, I never really wanted anyone to be my publicist or manager. Cause yeah, I like you it, just do it yourself. Yeah. But I actually could have used the additional help this summer on like a few of the like COVID safe events uh-huh, I did. Yeah. So Arlie sort of became my manager and then we started planning other events together and then we were just like, why don't we just like actually do this company and like manage other people and help other brands Mm -hmm. and, you know, like... (laughs) I'm super awkward about money. I'm, I'm <laughs> okay. terrible with like money and numbers. Uh-huh. And if someone just asks me to help them, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Oh, right. No. Like not even worry about how you're going to get all the alcohol and everything yeah. from the companies and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I needed someone that was very also besides creative, like very business savvy. Yeah. Um, so Arlie's also like turned it into like already like a great business. Mm-hmm. Um I kind of, for the beginning, I'm being honest, I'm, like, staying out of, like, the numbers part and, like, the money, not, like... Well, also, just, like, you just recently launched it, correct? I know you've been, like, working on the launch for a while, but just launched in, what, January, right? Like, a month ago. Yeah. Like, a little bit over a month ago. So, I guess uh, my title's more, like, creative director. Right. Um... And so, like, yeah, I would just, for me, it's just really not a job. Uh Like, it is, but it's, like, what I love doing. So, it's everything that I just love doing, and now I'm being paid for it. Right. Um, And the best part is the collab fam, which Mm -hmm. is the people that we onboard as talent. Um, We can do everything for anyone. Like, you know, if someone needs, like, a press article or something like that, like, I could get it for them. 
But we mostly are focusing on social media and like getting them their social deals and brand deals and gifting and things like that. So that's one half of it. The other half of it is brands like the app Nate, like which is the shopping and gifting yeah. app. Uh-huh. Um, we also have been doing creative for a bunch of apps, like also Split, which is a cash back app. Um, there's this new company, Flow Code, which is like the way upgraded, like Linktree, not to shade them. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Good. And it's like those like scannable codes that are like at restaurants. What, like for the menu? The QRs? The QR. Yeah. QR code, okay. So um, Flow Code, they just did JLo Beauty. They're doing Sierra. The one part of it is that you get to put like your new link in bio and it's like a mini website. I'm uh-huh. going to get you one for the podcast. Okay, really absolutely. Good. That's great. We appreciate it. Yeah, that's that's super needed. Yeah, and they're the first ones that like have the codes that you can scan off the TV. Oh, for so him. if it's a commercial, you can like take your phone and scan the code in there. Oh, wow. Things are just becoming so virtual. It's like almost making me sick a little bit. <laughs> just like I was talking to Peter before uh, the episode about how just screen time, I feel like, is just going up in an upper curve. It's like almost like crypto, except for this week, right, man? <laughs> so I feel like everything is moving virtually. I know it's been happening that way for at least a year now. So do you think like you've gotten in at the right time, you know, knowing the amount of people that you know and how you can kind of organize everything? Do you think like January was a good time to start rather than start it like a year ago? Yeah, I mean, we were secretly kind of planning this right. um, end of summer. Not you weren't planning like coronavirus, but you were planning. Yeah. <laughs> you were planning to like <laughs> he was planning. Right. Yeah, exactly. that was their first draft. Was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I planned the COVID so that I could get this company. Um, it's impressive. <laughs> Um, no, but I guess we had been work. We originally working on a Halloween party, thinking things would be better, which is kind of how it came into play. Oh, okay. And then that never happened. But we had talked to so many brands and people about the Halloween event that it was super easy to just transition into 2021. And then I was kind of like, we were like one off helping like my friends and certain people. And I guess the main thing that both Arlie and I are good at is part of this industry is people's publicists. So you don't want to shade it again, but, <laughs> and people's social media managers, they're only there for dollar signs. Right. I actually, everyone that is in the collab fam right now, I actually is a friend and mm-hmm. I really care about them. So when I go to a brand or talking to someone, like I actually really care that they succeed mm-hmm. and I, care what they think of me and I care that they're happy. So I'm not, and I'm not looking like for like a dollar sign, like I'm not looking for money. Like I, even if like I don't get anything out of it, I want them to get it. So like, I'm always going to be really caring, which is what I found difficult with the other social media agencies. And, um, I don't want to say PR companies, but like ones that you've maybe worked with before. Ones that I've like decided, like thought about joining or yeah, had right, interviews right, right. with, uh-huh. I just and have had bad experiences where I think that they don't care about all their right. clients. Yeah, and if I didn't think that I could do enough for someone, I just would be honest and be like, I don't think this is a fit. Right. Um, whereas other people just take on 
Lions. Like whoever will yeah. whoever will go with them. Right. That's like it kind of sounds like a Jeff Bezos approach, literally like to Amazon. Like the customer is always right. We're just going to gain just loyal customer acquisition and then put them all together. So basically, he said, he said, I don't, he's like, money's not a big deal to me. It's it's kind of like the richest man to ever live. I mean, the actual process of the business, you know, like Andrew's saying right now, he doesn't want to have, you know, just random people on um, from his agency. You want to kind of get um, a solid group of however many that are like A-listers and they know that. They can count on you, you know, for multiple things, not just for the dollar side. Yeah. And a lot of people were exciting that, excited that I was doing this because they all, like, didn't really know who to go to or, like, yeah. kind of representing themselves. And it's not really exclusive, so I'm not, like, going to take someone to court. Like, if someone, like, doesn't want to be a part of the collab fam anymore on the talent board, like, they can just leave. So who are some of the collab fam right now that you're currently managing? Um, Maybe the people that we know. Yeah. Um, I know Ashley Benson is one. No, Ashley's not, like, officially one, but uh-huh. there are people, like, a tier two that we just, like, can bring stuff to. Okay. Um. So we, I can, like, work with people I'm friends with, but that hat... It, it comes more complicated with actresses and singers. Sure. Um, because they have so many people working on their team, right? Yeah. But the good thing is a lot of people on the team do have, they pretty much all have modeling agents. And then they have, some of them have publicists, which just do their press. Um, and then if they're acting or singing, they have like their people for that. But like on the smaller scale. Mm-hmm. Um, so out of like people we're friends with, like Ava Dash, I put on. Um, XO Ethan is a big influencer and the beauty editor at Paper Magazine. Um, Dylan Geik is a, L, you know, Dylan uh-huh. is a LGBTQIA plus. So as you, um, like get more people, uh, to join your agency, is there like an, a kind of an end goal when COVID it like goes back to normal? I don't want to say like go back, goes back to normal really, but it seems like we are kind of figuring out how to move and have events that are maybe social distance. Uh, what do you think is going to change from these past like two months going forward into the summer and such? So if I was to work with a company a year ago, my first suggestion to them as a new company would be to throw a banger. On, yeah. Throw, throw a rager, <laughs> and which you're amazing at. I yeah, must say no one throws a better party. Than <laughs> <laughs> True. Especially if they have a good budget, then I'll really throw a good Yeah, budget. Peter, you got to just throw the cash. Andrew, throw you All a right, freaking perfect, what, 27th birthday. Let's get four exactly. people in here. <laughs> I can make it work with some, like, sponsors, uh-huh. but I'd rather just spend a good budget right. and make it of worth course. it for the company. A lot of, a lot, right, a lot, so of, a lot of delivery. Is it is it more, like, you're helping people with their social media branding, or is it broader than that? It's broader than that, I guess. The major side of it, um, is more the clients that want to sign on with us that are brands like apps or okay. train companies. And so what I would like to be doing like as my main role would be events for them. I love like bringing people together and throwing great events right now. I'm sort of helping them with their social medias and their social media deals and which influencers to use, which is kind of easy because I always kind of pick out of the collab fam first. Right. And not just because they're our clients, but because the people that I've already onboarded are the people I've wanted the most. 
And Taddy knows when I want something. I can, I'll get it. I got it. I just got scared. Um, <laughs> um, no, so I have my list of people that are friends that I'm going to poach. Uh-huh. And then I have the people that are ready clients. And there's some people I want to wait till it's a little bit more established because they're a little bit more of a full-time commitment. Um, like not like they would switch their PR company to like have you fully on board. Yeah, like, like they would be giving up to other people. To right, right, right. To have you like full time. Okay. And I don't want to ask anyone that, especially people that don't have anyone else on their team, because there's some people that want to talk every day, and as a right. new company, we like can't talk every day. But okay. You know, I love the group chat. Yeah, so of course. Right now it's easy, so I just like put them in the group chat, and I'm like. Like, I was onboarding girls for Rihanna's brand, Fenty Savage, and I just, like, made a chat, and I was like, which one of you is, like, want to be a part of this? Right. You just think, like, it could potentially get more difficult, like, once things open up and people want to see your face every day. Yeah. Okay. And not even that. Like, our calls are just back-to-back. We sent out, like, one-eighth or two-eighths, maybe, of, like, the email blast. Like, we're doing it in small groups. a quarter? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I hear reducing fractions. <laughs> I was talking about forty-five degree angles. Yeah, talking math it. over here. Yeah, it was like a doing division. <laughs> um, so uh, and then people reply and they're like, "Can we have a call? We'd love to work together." Mm-hmm. And like everyone's on that list between okay. me and Arlie. There's like so many people's emails. Nice. So it's kind of just um, all day like calls and emails and. Also, I guess the hardest part right now is we're building a team like of people to hire. Okay. Um, because it's just way too much for just two people, right? Yeah, I mean we can do it, but it's gonna get to the point where we can't. Um also the hardest part for me is that I hate the word influencer. I'm <laughs> I'm trying to think of a new word for it. Like right. to mesh like social aid and social creator, maybe. Like, <laughs> something like that oh, that could be a good one yes that. yes something like that so how many people do you have on the collab team right now like that people you'd say that like are fully involved and you're responsible for them um i we have i would say three okay um one of them is like uh in-house like pr kind of like a like formal like sends out press releases. Oh, sorry. I meant how many people like are you representing right now? Oh, representing. Yeah. Um Oh my god, we have well, we have like like It's kind of like different levels and stuff. We have like 14 calls this week and now everyone's like what's the collab fam? Right. Like, see people posting about it, uh-huh. but um I would say like maybe 25. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Already. You guys have been around for like 2 months, you said? Yeah. That's not, but yep. it's a lot of friends like it's a lot of people i'm like oh like what like just like come and join and like i like one girl i won't say names that joined like has like a team and she was like i just like suggested her for three things and got her like three big deals uh-huh. in like the period of like a month and she was like that's more than my agency did for me <laughs> in all of 2020 it's amazing yeah. Have have you guys I, either with this uh, company you're running now or in your past work experience, have you had to handle any like apologies? Has that ever come across your desk? Um, how do you mean? Well, like, yeah. oh, this person was just like a a, you know, a threat to work with. We no, them. no, no. Like, like if someone is being uh, like on any level 
on any scale, like being canceled or just like getting a lot of uh, <laughs> beef thrown their way on social media. Like that's happening to a lot of people. Have you ever had to handle whether it was deserved or not? Have you ever had to handle like someone's recovery from that? Um, no, I've definitely saved a few of our friends asses oh, in the past. Yeah. I'm, I mean, you talk, you, t- you the, say what you want to say. I'm Olivia Pope from Scandal. I have buried, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> I've buried some major shit that our bigger named friends have done and I've had to um, cover that up. But, and that was just me being a friend. Yeah. So. You weren't even getting paid. Well, and yeah, who knows? Now. Yeah. And I've even dealt with my own shit. I kind of. What's, I guess, going to be harder for me is I've always had a, I kind of don't really care what people think image if I, because I'm actually, I don't want to say like a good person. Like, <laughs> no, you are. Like you a, are. Like a like bad a, guy. Like saying, I have my moments. I'm like a good hearted person yeah. that means well and like cares about my friends. So people, I think, have jumped assumptions about people that I've been friends with. They're like, oh, well, that person's terrible or, or something. So like Andrew must be like that. But my friend range is so diverse that I just like tons of different people and different personalities. And I think they have issues with each other or issues that they cause other people that's not me. And unless someone like actually hurts me or I think actually did something really wrong that should offend people, I'm not going to like take a step back from them. Mm -hmm. Um, It's also funny, like I've seen this just like knowing Andrew for a long time that like people in his friend group like they won't like each other but like if they like if they have to hang out to be around andrew like it doesn't matter like they'll I, yeah. totally do it you know what i mean that's that's impressive if you so, got that level of trial that's what's yeah happening. that and i think that also goes to say like when you're you know making a pr agency like that's what you need to do like you need to make everyone get along and collab that, even if they don't exactly nice it's in the name <laughs> yeah um, Andrew, so I have, um, you know, a number of things here that I would like to discuss, but I, something that comes up, I'd say a lot when you Google your name is kind of like this gossip girl vibe. So can you kind of speak to that and how you grew up, how, you know, so many women and men, of course, but like mostly <laughs> women and like girls, I've never seen anyone know, like surrounded by as many people as Andrew on a day to day basis, seriously. And like his group texts that are like 30 girls deep. Maybe like a, a few guys, myself included. <laughs> it's it's truly impressive. So like, how did you how did you navigate this whole growing up in the city? Because um, I know Peter, it's you know you you're fascinated about oh, how I how, how I grew up in the city. But um, just uh, tell us a little bit about that. Um. So I guess yeah, I grew up in the city. I went to private school. I was just very friendly. I was obviously. I feel like. It wasn't like gay rights and everything were official yet, and I didn't come out till after high school, but I didn't really have any issues with people growing up because I honestly, this is like as bad as it sounds, like I surrounded myself with like really hot girls. Yeah. (laughs) And like I kind of was like the closest they were going to get to that like trendy gay friend that they like, you like saw in movies and stuff. Yeah. Um, but like I wasn't out um, like and like the girls would be like, they're like oh you're a gay friend and they're like do not say that like he'll freak out um, but yeah <laughs> no and I so I like was just like closeted and then I just like built this like literal army of like girls so if anyone who like had a problem it's with like gays, mean girls I'm so like scared. nice girls he used army yeah <laughs> Um, and if like someone tried to be rude to me and like they were a straight guy, literally that was their, 
gone their chance of like any hot girl in New York City like in my age range in like the five years like older and younger than me like if they were rude to me goodbye like literally not one girl would look their way so that I kind of like had this like safety net and if someone like tried to like even like cyber bully me or anything like they were just all of a sudden they had like 50 girls in their inbox like literally um, power yeah, so I guess it, like, started like that, and then I just got really comfortable with myself and whatever, but I never liked letting go of friends. I always just added more on, mm-hmm. and then it took, like, like I guess, like, just because of, like, stuff that street guys felt, like, in that time era, I guess I had less straight friends. Like, everyone was, like, nice to me, and we went out with people, but, like, it was, like, Teddy and, like, maybe, like, four or, like, three others that, like, really came out with our friend group, which was the smarter move, I mean, the got yeah. to be with the hotter girl. Right. And, like, this was the time when we were, like, going to clubs. All the time yeah. we were, like, 18, 19 years old. We would just get a table. It would be, yeah. like, Andrew, me, and then 15 girls. Did you guys go to high school together? No. no. So I met Andrew through one of my one of my few ex-girlfriends that, <laughs> oh, he's, right, still, right, right. that he's still friends with. But um, as soon as I met Andrew, I thought he was a great kid. Super funny and just having uh, like the kind of magnetic uh, personality that he does, it, it really does bring a lot of people around. So like people don't mind being in the group text of 30 yeah. often. So I know? can tell that you're sincere because you did the reverse. You met the girl and then met Andrew as opposed to you came to Andrew. Oh, to, to yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and a lot of people I feel like try and come to Andrew first. Like, yo, dude, send me up without chicks. <laughs> right, How many right. times has that happened to you? <laughs> Yeah, those ones I always were like, oh. they're like, hey, could you uh, set me up? And I'm like, no. <laughs> um, and then like we like are all laughing in the chat. Um, <laughs> no, but that was actually really bad because the girls would like all go for the same guys, and it was like, I'm not dealing with this. Deal right. with it yourself. Uh-huh. Um, stepping out of the drama, and that's another thing that the PR industry will be really good at is I dealt with a lot of fucking drama. A ton, yeah, like, a ton. People like. Lindsay Lohan and Paris Hilton probably maybe came close, but didn't see as much crazy shit as me. Like (laughs) I really probably take the cake of like seeing the craziest stuff and like dealing with all types of crazy. Yeah. But you, and you've also seen like them do crazy shit. I mean, it's it's just like a a nonstop. It feels like for a a socialite, current socialite and um, PR agency exec. Yes. I feel like, you are positioned well to have an opinion on this, so I'm curious if you you seen the Britney doc and have thoughts on that. Oh, nice, dude! Nice yeah. topic. Damn, <laughs> I actually haven't gone to see. <laughs> oh, true. Really you need to watch. To. You need to. I've been watching Good Girls on Netflix, and it's just been. <laughs> have you seen that, Katie? Have you seen that? By the way, we have producer Katie over here in the corner. Have you seen Good Girls or what? The Paris Hilton documentary. What what me, what medium is that on? How have you not seen either of these? You should be on it. It sounds like. <laughs> right. Yeah. I say that was like the old. That was like the old. That was like the one difference between like you and Paris Hilton, Andrew. Is that like you didn't get sent away? I feel you know, like you you kind of. um, I mean, he wouldn't have needed to get sent away, but I mean, like I feel like Andrew and Paris Hilton have a lot of similarities. The good ones. Yeah, 
definitely gotten the gay parasols. <laughs> and then you also go by Chris Jenner, right? Yeah, Chris Jenner. Just like organizing guy. everything together okay. in like a thirty-person group chat. Okay, you're gonna, gonna do this. You're gonna do this. Yes, I stand actually. Chris Jenner. Actually, okay. so has any of the the drama that you've been exposed to, like what percentage of that is stuff that you have created yourself, or are you just Olivia? Good Bob? question. Um, Teddy can answer that. <laughs> no, I'd say I'd say like eh, maybe thirty percent, right? It's normal out of a hundred. There's like two roots. One is like in our like friend group, which was once like so big and like still is spread out. There's usually like someone that starts acting terrible totally. all the time, or that everyone finds annoying. So one by one, <laughs> everyone can't stand that person. Like, I'm just going to make up a name like Shelly. Like, sure. people are like, oh, Shelly's so, she's the worst. She like, I like can't it. deal with her. I'm like, no, please. Like, she has to come for dinner. She's so nice. She means well. And then everyone's like, oh, I can't. I'm not even going to come if she's going. Like, then it's like, one and by one. And then they'll show up at dinner when they're not and, invited. Yeah, and then... Finally, like they push my last button, and I'm like the last one being nice. And then I'm like, I can't do this anymore. And I like snap, and it's like, and then they think that I turned everyone against them when really I was the one making everyone be nice to them and being vouching for them, being like, they're so great. And that's normally how people fall out of, yeah, like our friends. So those are the times where it seemed like I caused it. But it was more. That's exactly how it played out. Okay. And I'd say there's some there's some people I'd say that like Andrew would maybe you'd like kick out of whatever friend group this is. Yeah. But like some people just like have a hiatus, you know, like they'll mm-hmm. claw their way back in. I remember when I went to Las Vegas for I think it was what was it, your twenty fifth birthday or twenty sixth? Twenty fifth. Okay, so I went to uh, Las Vegas for Andrew's twenty fifth birthday, and they were like. 30 girls. It was probably me, Andrew, and then maybe two other two other guys at this entire party. And EJ. there was um yeah, maybe EJ Johnson too. Um <laughs> like there was uh there was just a huge falling out with um I'll say I'll say her name was Carly. Like Andrew's screaming at this girl and she made it back in like the, like 24 hours later, yeah. you know. So and what, what happens it, it in really Vegas? Depends. Yeah, you literally, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. There yeah. you go. I mean, someone got married on my birthday that day. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! Yeah, that too. But they went to like the little chapel in Vegas. That didn't. You were well. so mad about that. <laughs> Rightfully so. Taking all the attention away yeah. from you. Wait, and then oh my god, there was just so much nut stuff that I don't think we need to talk about on camera or <laughs> anyone listening. So Andrew, I want to actually go back to this topic we were speaking about, like these group texts. What what is your what is your kind of need or how do you feel about keeping in touch with thirty people? Is it stressful? Like thirty girls, rather. And I feel like yeah, I mean it's been it's like a lot of things that I have to say I like would want to say to every person, and so it is like an individual relationship that I have with everyone. But like, why not just say it in a group chat where I would text each person individually that. And then it's, like, so funny to see everyone's, like, reactions and, like, everyone's reacting. Like, in COVID, I kept, like, a chat. And, like, everyone was just, like, writing crazy shit. And then people's mood swings. People were just arguing about, like, (laughs) they're, like, no, this is going to happen. Like, there's a new, like, thing with the virus. They're, like, we'll be fine by April. Like, no, we're going to, like, not till 2025. (laughs) And everyone's just, like, screaming (laughs) on each other. Then then some days we're all having good days. Everyone's on different time zones. It's just, it was just, like, hilarious. And then people leave the chat and then they get reinvited back. It was just like, 
Hi. But it's always a new one because I know people try to like mute it sometimes or like mute me, and I'm like, nope, bitch. Oh, yeah, like, you no. just take yeah. away one person out of the 30 and add another one, and then the mute is off limits. Danielle Naftali, who you guys interviewed. Yes, yeah, episode my... 65, the queen of real estate, Danielle. What's up, girl? <laughs> She's always like presenting like some like big building or something, and she like, leaves the chat, and I like invite her back and write something <laughs> annoying, and she leaves. I invite her back. She like can't escape. He me. just can't get away. We're like the most opposite best friends. I don't like, but we do have a lot in common, but. I don't know. It's so funny. Like people wouldn't think we'd probably be best friends, but yeah, I don't know. Like it'd be as funny to like for us to switch jobs for a day. (laughs) Someone film that. I would like, I feel like Ted could probably learn from you on how to speak to 30 women every single day. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I was, I was telling Peter last week how I just deleted the dating apps. I'm over it. Need to spend some time with myself. And also, it just, like, adds to the screen time nonsense. Yeah. I can't deal. I'm like, how many dates a week and am I, am I going to go on through these dating apps? Like I said, yeah. one in 20. Five percent. One in 20. That's we'll one see. and a half in that group. So, <laughs> Andrew, you were um, talking about, I guess, your best friend, Danielle. You just announced this. But how many people uh, would you say that you're, like, you have, like, actual best friends out of out of a 30? I use the word best friend and kind yeah, of loosely, not with Danielle, sure. but she like is my best friend, but I use it pretty loosely, but that's because for so long, like I didn't really, I had like acquaintances and then I had best friends. Cause like I really put in a huge effort. Whereas like to other people, I was being more of a friend than I guess other people were. So I was like their best friend. Right. And then I really cared or then there are people I'd see from like time to time and not talk to every day But when we were younger and I had like time and like, you know, like I was going to like three lunches a day planning. (laughs) I went to Syracuse. I flew in on like either Monday mornings or Sunday nights. Oh yeah. Peter's from Buffalo. Andrew's the first kid I think in Syracuse history to fly home every single weekend. For real? Almost right. I made my schedule Monday through Wednesday somehow schemed it. Um, I like, and then I just like flew out. Everyone joked that I should have written a book on like how to just like get through college. And like I, I did it. I graduated on time. Yeah, very impressive. There's something I don't know if I should say. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't have those to. are the you things. You could though. Yeah, those are the things. <laughs> they can't take back my like diploma. No, they can't take it back your <laughs> diploma. It's a piece of paper. I'll, I'll confess, I don't technically have a diploma because I have unpaid parking tickets. So I mean, stop I, I, it. You just need to yeah. stop. You have a diploma? <laughs> no, no. Did I, you walk for graduation? I, I walked. Yeah, and uh, they were like, "Just pay your parking tickets, and we'll get you this diploma." Yeah, but but they still call me for donations every year, and of I'll be like, "They do." I'm not. I haven't even give you the ninety bucks to get my degree. <laughs> you're not getting. So sorry. Quickly, do you plan on ever paying that or no? I, like I, you're cool with no diploma. I like the story better it is a good story <laughs> i give i'll give you that so andrew go, going back to how many best friends do you think you have um, you can give a number you don't have to name them all unless you'd like to but a clout i would say like <laughs> over 20 over 20 so 20 out of the 30 which is peter peter 66.66 that's what i'm talking about dog you get some yeah, math dude. going over here um andrew so i know we've talked a lot about you today obviously because this is your episode do you like the studio do you like what we've set up we have we andrew sent us a full rider <laughs> yeah. with bellinis caviar a lot of seltzer 
Um, coconut water, what? Triscuits, and he hasn't eaten one thing. And he just came here. He's on a water. Which is a more baller move than, than not. Yeah, so he's like, get a long list. Peter, like, I don't he's care. like, get a salmon. <laughs> Peter's like cooking up a salmon, getting one in the East River. No, but I actually took it from someone's, not exactly, but I took the format on someone that I've actually worked with, Roster. Uh-huh. And I. I honestly, another great thing about my old brand is that I didn't really like pay anyone because they just all just drew your clothing brand. Yeah, yeah. But I've like I've so, I still have I still have a just drew jacket. Okay. But people's but rosters are literally insane. Yeah, like the definitely. things that they request. I mean, riders, riders, rosters. rosters. Like, it could be a roster. Same <laughs> same thing. All good. Um, but yeah, they're like. Like only white towels, like <laughs> like these jelly beans, like and then like, like espresso at two hundred fifty degrees. I'm like you're DJing what you wrote. A, a store party, like you uh-huh. literally need like th- these kind of towels. Like what are you gonna do with them? Like I'm sorry, like what? So in the future, I guess when you are representing people to like go to events and such, are you going to kind of have a standard rider, or is the talent gonna tell you each specific time what they want? How well, does that work? I feel like it's. The riders are more for people, like, I guess, like, actually, if you're going, if you're, like, a DJ. Yeah, or right, right, right. Or, like, going somewhere where they don't know what the hell you want and they they would o- have otherwise brought in random stuff that, you know, yeah. maybe aller- allergic to or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that one, that one you sent came out looking like a CVS receipt. I That was the... That was except, <laughs> except minus the caviar and the fresh caught <laughs> salmon from the East River. Nah, I was I was I was hoping he would come with the whole thing. I was like, all right, I guess we're doing bedazzled nineteen forty two for this episode. Like, oh, so um, I wanted to bring it. Go ahead, what? I got a pink bedazzled nineteen forty two with my initials on it. Like someone made it for me for one of my bir- birthdays. Oh, I think I, I know the girl who Did started that company, right? Hall? What do you mean your birthday hall? The gifting hall where everyone where I had to like do all open all those gifts. Oh yeah, literally. Andrew's in front of the camera. He's like, here, oh my god, these are vegan cupcakes. I love these. <laughs> Perfect. Like thirty stories. That in is a row. so much pressure. That's what you mm-hmm. gotta do. Well, I mean you just have to pretend like you like no, everything. But mine it's was like way Christmas. too much. Like I was like, whoa. Like I was thinking maybe like oh 20 things, like a few brands like that are like my favorite. Like cause like how Kylie Jenner and people get like those gifts sent to them. So um, my two assistants at the time were like reaching out and being like, oh, it's Andrew's birthday. And I come back and it's like literally like, actually it was like 70 something. Oh my thing, God. Like brands. But oh then they God. were all sending like multiple things. Uh-huh. And I was just like so drained for my birthday. Trip. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm like doing this. So I was like doing like some in a ring light. I like couldn't let anyone into the house to normally like have a fun videographer come and be like super fun. But yeah. I had to like quarantine because I had gone back from Miami. So it was like just me and then everyone was like, why isn't Andrew opened like his candy yet? Like why isn't Andrew like done? And then all of a sudden like the restaurants like all came at the same day. And I'm like, what? I I can't give this food to anyone. It's yeah. so much food. It was a buffet. God. So I was like just like opening all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, I love this. I lo-. And I'm like super awkward. So, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. so when do you think that you're going to start having these ragers, these bangers that we're talking about? When are when are Peter and me and, and Katie over there going to gonna get invited? When's like the when do you think you'll have um, something where you can actually invite a lot of people? Um, I think that. A lot of these brands are reaching out already for help with like the Hampton their Hamptons events. Okay. So I think definitely summer. I don't know if anyone's really confident enough to like 
risk planning before it and put money because like you know like coachella is like done again and stuff yeah it got canceled yeah. right yeah yeah so that's like april end of april so i guess like end of may early june is the first time people are gonna like put the risk Think about down. it right um and then i mean gabriel's angel is the midsummer charity event that, like okay. i take part well, in like cancer. Ca- cancer foundation yeah right. they're um, we have tentative dates, um, but they're a hundred percent going forward with it for either June or July. And I'll obviously, that'll be easy to get sponsors for and stuff. Cause it's like such a good cause. Yeah. And yeah. Do well, they have, a, sorry, do they have, um, a, like a venue set up for that yet? Or they just kind of are putting out feelers being like, okay, this is going to be happening around this time. Um, I have to check the update, but there were a few venues. The Tao group always comes through and, like, gives a venue, but uh-huh. I think they m- might be doing something different this year. Um, I don't know, but I've, like, always been very involved in, like, gathering the committee, getting the sponsors, like, making sure the event is fun. And is there something in the future that you can see, whether it's going to be, like, an outdoor event or, I guess, kind of what we were thinking, like, or, like what Peter was saying, are people going to have to be vaccinated or how's that how's that kind of looking in your head? I guess they're still discussing it. It's going to really be dependent on like what the charity wants and right. then I guess <clears throat> every event will be kind of what like the brand wants. Like if like the Nate app said that they want to do a party in July, like I'm going to do that party. Right. Like I'm down to do it. But if, like, a brand is, like, I want to do, like, a virtual event and they're a client, even though, like, I'm so over the virtual events, like, I, I'll make it work. Like, I feel like I'm, like, a magic maker. Like, I'll, like, I just, like, I do make it work. Like, people are, like, oh, Andrew, like, you can't throw, like, a Valentine's Day party that's in, like, tw- 48 hours. And I'm, mm-hmm. like, what? Yeah, I can't. just email a few brands, like. Like, I've done them favors. I can send the product. Like, they'll, like, get it together, and it's, like, not hard to plan a fun party. So for those of us who know you and know that you can do that, obviously you can do that. But, like, (laughs) for people who don't know you and kind of are seeing um, notable celebrities and notable people come to your brand, what do you think, like, what makes you stand out besides the fact that you're not sharking for money? Um, I think that because I don't, like... I don't want to say influencer. I guess it's like social creator, like talent, like, like talent representing talent. Like I don't, yes. I don't want to say nice. Talent. No, yeah. no, but I mean that's that's true though. Like if you yeah. pull up Andrew Warren's Instagram, uh, Ad Warren, we'll shout him out. Um, you can just kind of see that I think your brand just shows what I don't know, like what you you put out, what you attract. You know, like you show like you're having a fun time. You're always surrounded by pretty girls. Um, and you have brands coming after you. So, uh, just in general, it just looks like you're having a fun time. And I'd say like, that would be something that we would be interested, of course, you know, to just move forward towards a public relations brand that looks like they're having fun, you know? Yeah. It has to be everything. It feels so forced right now. Anything where I'm like, oh, this actually looks like a blast. Like that's, yeah, I think you're, you're totally onto something. That's the right move for sure. Yeah, I guess. So the difference between other people that are influencers is they all want this social media angle where they were trying to be influencers. I My following came based off of that people thought I was having a really fun time and being <laughs> fascinated yeah. with a lifestyle. Uh-huh. And that's why people followed me. And it was... 
I didn't love this either. It was during like a rich kids of Instagram era. It was everyone liked these luxe lifestyles and like honestly a lot of traction came to my page and like that. Like positively and negatively, would you say? Yeah. Um, but I think that it, in the long run it actually helped. Um, I did like some fun interviews and I I don't know. I just like never took it like too seriously. I didn't take any paid social media deals till 25 or 26, like by choice. Cause mm-hmm. I, I kept it very organic. I still do my whole life. So everything that you see on my page or we go for dinner, like you actually support. Yeah. And I still, even now when I take paid, I will write like partner or like you wouldn't know it was a, promo really um because sometimes i am just supporting a friend sometimes it is paid but i'll never really post anything that i think is like not on brand for me or it doesn't represent you right i'm not gonna say some drink is great or like this weight loss thing worked or like oh this restaurant's food is so good when it's not like (laughs) not to be a bitch but like it's just (laughs) like that's my opinion and my instagram's kind of my opinion and i i wanted to bring like my like how I did it to other people. So I don't want everyone's pages to look so like oversaturated and just like them posting anything. Cause they right, should like fit tea or like yeah. something like a bottle. Yeah. Like they should post like what they actually think is cool and like be different and not just like posting everything. But then apps like the Nate app, which is like gift, it's just digital gifting. Like I can text you a gift. Like who, I mean like, unless you literally don't chop like you can send a water bottle so like (laughs) unless you literally don't get anything and like never want to receive a gift or never want to give a gift in an easier route than going to the store and buying it then like that just works for everyone right oh yeah and then like another one like the cash app the cash back app like i mean like i mean everyone like can like want it everyone loves cash yeah so like (laughs) Those type of companies are super easy, like Flowcode also to like represent because it's like literally I don't understand why someone would say no to a paid deal with them because they're a fit for everyone. Right. Um, whereas like some of the other companies will be harder and I it would be like a more specific fit of person for them. So do you think that having a higher standard of only really posting things that you support or your clients support would make these brands want to pay you more money? Cause they know that, Oh, if Andrew's supporting us, if they're supporting, like if he's he, him and his clients are supporting this particular brand, we know it's a good brand. Yeah. I mean, I have a pretty like decent size following, but the thing about my following is um, it's kind of like, also quality versus like a quantity sure so like the people that follow me um also are great like that will like see your product and like i like will actually like take action and like buy something yeah like that and and you have worked in fashion like have you ever put anything out of, of your own like for people to purchase yeah, I did a women's ready-to-wear clothing line. Okay. Just yeah. Drew, which you had for a while. You were doing yeah. that for, for a little bit. Talk a little bit about that. Um, So, like, out of college, I had my first fashion show, which was a runway show for, like, the It Girl, and I did that for a while. And I really did love fashion, but I did want that Gossip Girl 
Barney's, like Blair Waldorf girl. And what in like retail honestly just sucks right now. Like stores just don't pay brands. Right. Like I don't want to like call them all out, but mm-hmm. like a lot of them just like don't pay. They'll like take huge orders and it's like a lot of upkeep, especially being self funded. Yeah. And like I had gotten, like, all the, like, great press in the world. I There was, like, not one girl that I wanted to dress that I didn't dress. Like, the social media, the dressing the girls, the press, like, the everything. I mean, at the end of the day, it just, like, almost wasn't even helping anymore because one retail is, is tanking. Yeah. Like, as you can see, it's... Yeah. I mean, the, I mean, the Barney's that... I don't know which one you're referring to, but the one yeah. on 16th Street's been out of business for, like, two years almost. Yeah. And then... Besides the retail tanking is people don't really want to get dressed up in that like gossip girl style anymore as sure. much as that they would rather just like wear like some like Billie Eilish type of like clothes. Right. And like I that's like I wasn't going to force myself to make a style of clothes that wasn't authentic to like, right. the girl that I liked. So is Just Drew for now kind of tabled and you're focusing more on PR? Yeah, I'll fully. If I bring it back, it will be more in um, a merch way or for, like collaborations, like with your agency, or, or you mean like collab, like just drew with other maybe some of your clients. No, it would be like um, if I was to do like a shoe line with another major company or like oh, okay. a bandana line with like another. Nice. Company. You love your bandanas. Yeah. Okay. So before we wrap up this amazing episode here, Peter, I got to ask you, man, do you have anything else to ask Mr. Andrew Warren over here? Uh, no, I feel like we got, we got a good picture. Yeah. This is a great time. Andrew, thank you so much for coming to the studio. Producer Katie, thank you so much over there on my other side of the 45 degree angle. Andrew, is there anything, anything else you want to shout out besides ADW, excuse me, AD Warren on uh, Instagram and Andrew Warren on Google, not Andrew Warren, the murderer. Did, oh did my God. Andrew if Warren you on Google, Google him, <laughs> seriously, if you Google him, there's like a murderer, Andrew Warren. And then this, the, who, who was the, um, who was the company that wrote about you? And was like, Andrew Warren, like New York socialite, but not the murderer. Oh, Gus of a Gus. Yeah. That's literally. There was like, there was like a, there was like a period of time where you and the murderer were like doing, doing great things. Doing some collabs together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it was right after I broke my arm. Not like ended up everywhere. Like yeah. Vanity Fair, everything. It was like Andrew Warren attacked by Flamingo. <laughs> <laughs> That was a disaster. That's what turned him into a murderer. Hilarious. Well, everybody keep their eyes open for Andrew Warren doing massive things and uh, collab, right? How do you spell collab exactly? Because I know the X is silent. C-O-L-L-X-A-B. Perfect. Everybody, thank you so much for watching and listening on your smartphone. I don't know, desktop. Katie, do they make this for desktop? Who knows? Thank you so much. (laughs) And we will see you guys next time, Andrew. And thank you very much. Ted Jones messed with the wrong melon farmers. Ted Jones, I also call him the eighth wonder of the real estate world. Ted Jones, who knows, you know, it could be. Ted Jones? The Ted Jones World Podcast.